The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. What is water life science? This will be soon our eighth year, starting in March this year, and uh, years ago when I was asked if I wanted to have my own radio talk show, and I didn't hesitate for a moment. Yes, I want a message to go out to the world that we are in a water crisis all over the world. The Middle East is sand. What is sand? Microorganism of soil is lost. It became sand because it didn't have enough fresh water. I want a reminder of every, uh, with the show and people listening and people following a mission that we need together to form a worldwide mission statement to teach the story of water on the planet is the priority. The fresh water is the priority of all life. It's the only influence of all life. And I mean only the first influence. Without it, you'd be dead. The Earth had a water atmosphere for billions of years around the circle of the Earth before fresh water came to the planet. I'm never going to stop reminding you of this. It's vital that we remind ourselves and and educate others. This morning I had some different calls, and and each person I was talking to, I was telling and said, you know, that sounds so simple, but we all forget. I don't care who you are, how brilliant you might be, and how in, in research you have developed extraordinary di- discoveries, how many patients you might be treating with diseases, how you're walking your walk of life on the planet to live every day, to get out of bed and begin a moment of breathing, to live on earth as life, what disease you might be complaining of. But it all comes back to fresh water. Without it, you wouldn't be alive. Now, this is where I come from. The body is made up of water. That when Earth developed the life to begin in fresh water, all of a sudden, soil became, and it's a species, all of a sudden, there was a life that we forgot about We have a life called fresh water on the surface of the planet, those rivers, those lakes, those streams, those, those ponds, um, the, the, the fresh water that you see out the door. And look how valuable of a real estate is with fresh water around it. It becomes more valuable. 
But something we forget, even in research, is we forget we're living in the invisible fresh water in the atmosphere. It's invisible, but it's there. And without that, fre- that water in the atmosphere, that water vapor, you would be dead. You would no longer be alive. Your greatest influence when you left that pocket of water from your mother and you arrived to live on the planet Earth on your own at that moment, that body, those eyes had to live with water out of the atmosphere as your priority to life, to health. Every day you get out of bed, every day you move around on this planet, you're in, I call it, the Health Olympics. It's called a water life science. You must take it serious. And it is fun. It is fun. Because all of a sudden you're going to look at it like, oh my gosh, this is where I'm looking at Earth altogether differently. I'm living with the Earth as the Earth is living with you. I'm living with the Earth as the Earth is giving back to me that water through the atmosphere. I know I have to drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day or I'm not going to be able to absorb what I'm requiring for my individuality for those trillions of cells to survive. The skin on the outside of the body is like the soil. It's backing up the water in the body, so you need a healthy skin. But the skin is living outside with the atmosphere's water vapor. From the moment you're born, you begin to dehydrate, evaporate water from the body. That is your life from the beginning to death. So, of course, you've got to drink 8 to 10 glasses of water. And the water, I have so many people that I talk to every day that say, oh, I drink, I drink about 8 glasses to 7 glasses of water a day. And by the way, you men, you're the most guilty. You drink less. Then you'll say, I, I drink this. I sip water all day long. I know I'm getting in that much. And I'll say, that's not the way you drink water. You drink water by the glass. One whole glass at a time. I don't care if you complain about having to go to the bathroom. Drink it. It dissolves those cells. It keeps the solvent moving throughout the body, the cells. You flush the body more by going through the skin than you do flush the toilet. It's your filter system. It's nature's filter. Did you know that in the womb, the eyes and the brain connect at the same moment? The brain is like 80 to 90% water. 80 to 85% water, excuse me. So that when the baby is born and that eyelid opens and the surface of the eye is the middle area of the tear film is 99% water. So if there's not enough moisture in the air for you to be able to supplement your eyes to have an electrolytic ability to have healthy eyesight, the brain kicks in. What is stress? Dehydration, dry eye. Exhaustion of the eye. Because when that eyelid is open, you're living with the planet openly with that atmosphere. But if the eyelid is closed, it's backing up water moisture to supplement, to back it up, 
But if the eyes are blinking too much, that means there's not enough water. It wants to blink, blink, blink. If the waters are burning, itching, drying, uh, complaining, I, if you were wearing glasses, you have a dry eye. I've had people who are wearing glasses who say, I don't have dry eye. I, oh, yes, you have dry eye, or you would not be wearing glasses. It's a dehydrated eye. The tear film does not have the electrolytic ability to be able to d- regenerate itself with the water. It's water. Now, this week, Bonnie, my secretary, got us some good reference work. And when she went to referencing for some things for you to study, those of you listening in the medical field or you out there who want to study all this, drink, type in drinking water and your health. Good new stuff. Then you can type in world water shortage and statistics. It's unbelievable. Type in world water supply. You'll be shocked at what's happening. We are in the worst water crisis that you can imagine. It is, it is, it is, the water wars are going to be out of control in the futures to come. People are kind of fascinating to me, all of us are, is, well, it isn't happening quite like that today. Why can't we be more proactive about how we live on this planet and, and, and take care of the problems before they happen or prepare like an ecosystem flexibility balance to try to figure it out before it actually happens? Be proactive. But we're in a water crisis all over the world. Where do you think it's the worst? In the Middle East. In the Middle East. It's sand. For how many years? Lack of microorganisms to live. The air and the atmosphere. The Middle East. And all over the world, in the United States, every state is complaining about situations with water. Fresh water. To live. You've got to have fresh water for agriculture for the food to grow. Without water, the food is not going to grow. It depends upon the atmosphere's water vapor. But it has to also have some watering, some absorption. And that's why when you drink one whole glass of water at a time, you're a serious healthy person. It absorbs. It's like I said to a person yesterday, have, do you have a plant in your house? And he said, yes. And I said, well, David, do you, when you water your plants, do you go to a sip at a time or do you go give it a drink at a time? You pour it on there at a time. He said, well, I do pour it on. At a time. I said that gives it a chance to absorb. And you have to do that with yourself. You need to absorb that water. It is vital. Your food is vital. Try to stay away from so much starch and carbohydrates and sugar. It heats you up like manure. It's, it, it, it heats. They use that on organic farming to put manure and grass into the soil to draw moisture out of the air to be able so they don't have to have as much water. It heats up. In the cell, the toxin, the manure I call it, heats up the cell, and you could have develop a, a, any type of disease that might be your personal weakness with your personal dehydration, water evaporation problem. We all are individual. There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints, DNA. We're all dehydrating differently. What is a disease? Let's think about that real serious. What is a disease? Dehydration effects. 
each person from birth. It's serious. That's what this show is all about. And today we have a Dr. Michael Smith, who's author, blogger, radio talk show host, and he wrote a book called The Supplement Pyramid. We're going to have fun because I've been in research for over 25 years with dehydration, and we're going to find out what he's been learning in his research on supplements. And I'm sure he'll probably help us promote water, fresh water. Well, listen to our sponsor, BioMedWash, is, is an eye wash product uh, by um, Biologic Aqua Research Center. It's got a product out there for first aid and emergency, first aid for washing the eye in case of an emergency. NYPD has ordered over 200,000 units. Canada, oh my gosh, over 500,000 units. Uh, I can go on and on. We have another product, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, going into China with the government of China to supplement the atmosphere for dry eye. And in the United States, it's been sold by millions of units to supplement the atmosphere's problems with complaints of dry eye. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, and we'll be back with Dr. Smith. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Smith, are you with us? I'm, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. I, I was reading about you, and I'd like to tell the audience uh, that um, it, it says here, <laughs> The country doctor with a city education. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like you got devoted with a mission of something from a higher power that said that, that you were asked to, to join the forces of this energy on earth to start teaching uh, yeah. more about yeah. their health. I call that the Health Olympics. And it looks like you were with original, uh, way back with AstraZeneca um, as a cardiovascular medical science uh, doctor, and, and obviously it was that research. Yeah, research-oriented, yep. Right. So tell us about how you got to where you're doing today, <laughs> and then we'll start educating what your, what your obvious mission Sure. Is. Well, thanks for having me. As I said, I, yeah, I, you know, my story started 
back in Texas. That's where I went to a very traditional allopathic medical school in Dallas, part of the University of Texas system. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, it was a great education, but of course, I didn't really learn all that much in terms of, you know, nutrition, supplements, herbs, right? Uh, it, it very, very strict, you know, conventional uh, program that I went through. And so when I was out practicing, people were coming in, patients were coming in asking me, more and more questions about nutrition, I had no idea what they were talking about. Right. It was kind of embarrassing, <laughs> to be honest with you. And so my mo and I really wanted to take care of my patients, right? And I and so I, I really felt like if I was gonna be, you know, the type of doctor that I thought of, of of myself as, you know, one that really is open to incorporating any sort of modality to help people, you know, live healthier. Live. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought I gotta learn this stuff. You know, I got to learn about nutrition. I got to learn about um, exercise. I got to learn about supplements. I got to learn about the herbs. I got to, I got to incorporate this into my and drinking my, water. Sure, sure <laughs> of course. You I mean I got to understand what all this is? I mean, these are the basic things, right? Why mm-hmm. would, as a medical doctor, why wouldn't I want to know this kind of stuff? Right. You know, right. but they didn't. They, you know, but medical school is so focused on disease and what to do when somebody's let's, sick. Let's stop there for a second because sure. on my medical team, I have surgeons and <clears throat> representatives from all over the world with my team and scientists and research and so on. And what do you think, what was your evaluation when you were studying that stopped that? Uh, because at one time in medical school, they did learn a lot about that way back in time. Why do you think that changed? Why is, what's your evaluation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's a, that's a good question. I don't know if there's an you know a simple answer to that. I I think that when we started seeing the the efficacy, the uh, the pretty powerful effects of the initial chemical prescription drugs, and that mainly were the antibiotics, right? The Those were kind of the first. Fix, the quick fix. Right. Yeah. Well, but they had some. Let's 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 be fair. Let's be fair to the antibiotic. I mean, when 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 we right. started I figuring am. out that we could give a chemical right. uh, in a in a pill form to a person that could that could cure the pneumonia. I mean, that was right. pretty powerful. That that I, I think I think that was a that kind of influenced us. It, it started to shape the way we were thinking about medicine so instead of focusing so much on focusing so much on prevention and food and exercise and clean environment and as you like to promote clean water all that kind of stuff we started thinking wow maybe the answer is in these chemicals i mean look how awesome the antibiotics are you know and i think, think that changed the mindset you know dr smith can i share something to think about i've studied all that i came to an evaluation it's the people's fault not the doctors not the medical school. What happens to our lives as we became impatient, <laughs> you know, in the 1800s and prior to that, we were a little more patient because all those quick fixes weren't there yet. Sure, but all yeah. of a sudden when we used to get as people, the patient, the individuals living in this world, they wanted, they go to the doctor after the fact. They don't go proactive. They don't go before it happens, and they don't think a lot about it before it happens. Then all of a sudden, when they don't feel so good and so they feel so bad, they go rushing finally to the doctor and expect the doctor to quickly figure it out. Yeah. Like the doctor's well, going to be well, the guy yeah, to figure I, it out. I, I, so the doctor like, became more enthused and more yeah. encouraged by, uh, and the research scientists 
well, let's see what we can do to f- figure this out in a hurry and yes. not take this, the, the, uh, the, in fact, they didn't even do it with, with balancing the nutrition and balancing the drinking water and balancing it out. How I've had in my research, doctor, doctors even forget because it, there's so many patients coming through. The patient is always so upset and sick. They forget to say how much wa- ask how much water you're even drinking because well, they're so yeah. busy taking care of the problem that was serious when they came. Because so well, I you blame know why. You, people. But you know why? I don't blame you know why I don't see. I remember this. I remember practicing in in Dallas, right? So, and and I remember thinking to myself, why do I need to ask all these extraneous questions about lifestyle, about stress, about all that when I got this powerful pill? Yeah, that can lower cholesterol. That can that can lower inflammation. That can you know do wonders, right? Why why so why common. should I why should I worry about whether you're drinking clean water or not, eating your fruits and vegetables? When ah, I saw you got some chest pain, here's a nitrate. Yeah, you know I I, so I I don't I think I don't know where it really began. Was it was it the the patient's fault for waiting? Was it the doctor's fault because we got so stuck on these chemical? pills that had a lot of great effect early on, like with the antibiotics. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure where, but we're, we're, where we're at today is, is a sick care system, not a health care oh, system. It's, it's a sick care, care system. Yeah. It's about treating the disease when, when really we should yeah. be in a health care system. How about this? Here's yeah. what I propose. Yeah. Here, how about this? Here's what yeah. I propose. Yeah. Let's, let's pay doctors when we're healthy. <laughs> of course, that's not going to work. I know that I'm being silly. Oh, I don't but, know. You might be surprised. Think about that for a second. <laughs> when you get, if you're my patient, when you get sick, I got to pay. How's that? That'll change the focus a little bit. <laughs> uh, you need. You, uh, I, I like those descriptions. In fact, you're the first I've heard that quite that way. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't but, work. But, but you know, my studies, <laughs> I did learn. It was the early 1900s. That things, uh, times changed, foods changed. We went to the food and started getting processed food, not to make our cereal anymore. Course, we bought yeah. it, and it kept getting more sugar, more yeah. carbohydrate, more starch, and of course that caused the glucose to the body. We 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 became sicker, 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 and the food companies began to adopt to make more food, uh, more uh, sell quicker is making it sweeter for you so your palate, your tongue, your nerve endings in your tongue would really like that craving. Yeah, they do. We crave <laughs> so those things So all of a sudden, the medical yeah. companies uh, yeah. were found that people were getting sicker probably because of what they were eating and smoking and uh, here in a fry pan. And then all of a sudden came this problem of people getting all these different diseases that changed everything. Yeah. Uh, and they became more complex words. That the invention of a word became what do they call it? Yeah. And then yeah. people no, thought it was point. serious because it was a very important word. <laughs> what you yeah. call it? <laughs> so I think you bring up another good point. So when our food got sick, there we, we got go. Sick. Yeah. Interesting. And you know, I blame again the people. Yeah. Well, I you don't know. I don't you know. I don't, it's hard. Yeah. You know, who's to blame? I don't know. I mean, let's let's focus on on the solution. Um, okay. We'll clean, go clean, see what cleaner we can soil, do to this cleaner out. air, cleaner water. Um, you know, here's one thing I've learned, and and, and I'll I'll stand by this statement 100. percent The human body is the is the best defense we have against disease. <laughs> 
We just got to give it the right tools so that it can right. stay healthy. That, that's all. That, that's, that's right. all. So, 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 yeah, so I'm more into natural medicine now. So, so how does the human I, body work? Well, what you know, uh, you know well, that's it? a good question, isn't it? But, you know, when you look at what makes all of the different, path, uh, you know, physiological reactions and metabolisms run in your body, all it's, all ba- it's all based upon protein. It's based upon essential oils. It's based Water. upon vitamins, minerals. Talk about a deficiency in this country, minerals. Um, you know, when you, when you take those things out of the system, there's mm-hmm. no system to run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. our food chain is so sick. You know, we've replaced real, you know, life-sustaining minerals with nitrate salts. Well, of course you're sick. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. You see? And so, yeah, I, I, people I talk to, Dr. Smith, that they forget about how to drink water. Yeah. They don't think about it. They think if they're sipping it during the day, they're getting enough. They're not. They, they didn't realize the atmosphere's water vapor has the greatest influence on their whole life from the beginning. They'd be dead without it. Yeah. People need, you know what I found is uh, we're going into China with the government of China with what I do with research and technology, but because of the atmosphere in China and the health and welfare of the air we're living in, that invisible water in the air. People, when I educate people about how common sense it is, all of a sudden they start thinking, my gosh, that's right. I shouldn't be, I should be looking at that differently because of this and that and the common sense, nothing's so complicated. Then all of a sudden they see why the food gets congested in the body and causes toxin in the cell. They see why they, as individuals, are dehydrating differently compared to somebody else. There are no two eyes alike. There is no two yeah. DNAs, fingerprints. Well, People then learn to be in the health Olympics, and that's what you're teaching, I believe, yeah. is how to supplement your life with your health Olympics to want to be healthy. Yeah. Well, let's, let, one, can I, let me say one thing about water that I think is important. That I, I'm sure your, your listeners, because you're... You've been educating your listeners the a lot about... The power of water radio. Yeah, yeah. So I, yes, so I, yeah, I don't think... I, I, I might be preaching to the, the choir, but conventional doctors today would like for you to believe that it was the, it was the discovery of chemical prescription drugs that, that began to turn the health of developed countries around, right? That we started to see longevity increase when we were able to write prescriptions, and that's far, that is so not true. What has driven the health of a society more than anything else is clean running water. Yeah. Think about that. Clean running water is what allowed cities to thrive, not a chemical prescription. And I think we forget that. Now, that doesn't, again, let's not, I don't want to make it, I am a medical doctor. I don't want to make your listeners think that I don't use prescription drugs when they're absolutely necessary. I'm all about integrating whatever is best for people. Doctor, but I know that, I know that within quickly. a context of, of good food, good I'm going to interrupt you real quickly there on that. Did okay. you read about Ebola out of Nigeria, what <clears> they were learning, or it's Liberia, um, what they learned about drinking 1.3 gallons of water for Ebola? Well, did I did not that? see that specifically, but I bet I can probably predict the result. Oh, they did it, and it came out of London. And I got the information ASAP when they did it. They recommended 1.3 gallons of water a day individually to drink with a trace of salt and sugar Mm -hmm. that cured it. Yeah. 
And then the doctor said that did it, this is not conventional, but it worked. Over in Mayo Clinic, with your background in cardiovascular, within two weeks they were mentioning that drinking more water also helps cardiovascular problems. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, back to you and supplementations. You have studied now with your background. For how long have you been studying supplements? I've been uh, for 10 years now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I came over to Life Extension Foundation where I'm the, I'm the senior scientist. That was mm-hmm. 10 years ago. My gosh. Time is flying by fast. But, yeah, so I went from, you know, purely conventional to integrative where I, I've, I put nature first and, you know, if I have to drugs way Mm -hmm. at the end, you know, Mm -hmm. only when necessary. So about 10 years I've been looking at the effects of, you know, dietary supplements and on the human body. You know know, know what motivated me a little bit, though? You know, coming from the conventional side, I have Mm -hmm. a lot of friends, right, Uh, medical doctors. Uh, I got so sick of them telling me, Number one, I'm a quack because I believe in vitamin D. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, but, but the thing that really, that didn't irritate, what really irritated me was when they would say something like, well, there's no research behind supplements. That's, mm-hmm. just, that's just a lie. That's, that's so false. I, yeah. When I started studying this stuff and, and I came to Life Extension, you know, we've done, just in our, our foundation, we've done almost $150 million worth of supplement research in like 10 years. Yeah. I mean, so it's just not true. So I really, I'm not only here to, you know, educate the lay person about the, the, the importance of supplementation to your diet, but I'm also, I talk to my doctor friends. You know, right. I'm trying to get them to see that there is a lot of research support for the basic vitamins, basic minerals, basic antioxidants, nothing fancy, basic oh, stuff doctor, that your body you needs. you know, to I live. think there's a way to approach this maybe because I remember I'm the first person who took water into the medical field in history and put it in a little container and they wanted it for the eyes because the eyes are severely dehydrated, which causes blindness and dry eye around the world is out of control. Mm-hmm. And I watched and I studied before when I was getting prepared to do this at their request because I was doing something else at the time and research and a skin. But when, it's, when somebody says that hasn't been studied enough, why is cancer still out of control? How, why is it we yeah. don't know who's going to have cancer before they get cancer? And that's been studied by trillions of dollars. Yeah. So their their analysis of 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 all of that description, we have on the show Dr. Effie Chow, who was pointed by Dr. Bill Clinton, Dr. Bill Clinton, Mr. Bill Clinton, <laughs> former president, yeah. um, to head up in the United States several years ago Chinese alternative medicine and education for alternative medicine. She's been on here many times. Dr. Chow has said people. We're almost like a voodoo way back in time. Can you imagine what I started doing years and years ago where some people thought this was crazy, what I was doing, but I didn't back off. I didn't back off for yeah, a second. Good. good for you. Because I knew how that body operates. I'd studied it long enough, and I know that we live with the atmosphere's water vapor. That was here before fresh water came to the planet billions of years ago. So the words, that hasn't been proven enough. That hasn't been studied enough. Okay, maybe someday, Dr. Smith, they may find out the word cancer isn't really what 
every cancer diagnosis is. It could be another description of something else. They don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, but back to supplements. Now, you're with uh, a company or a group called, a foundation called Life Science? Life Extension. Life Extension. Yes, okay. yes. We are a foundation. We're a nonprofit. We're the largest nonprofit uh, organization in terms of anti-aging research and supplement research. So done. that's why that's why I came here because of, of the of the the mission to mm-hmm. prove mm-hmm. that adding certain supplements to your diet um, can not only prevent disease but actually be used in treatment of disease. That's why I came here. Wow. Um, okay. And then today you're going to be teaching us some of those supplements. Yeah. I mean, you know, let sure. I mean, there's so many to talk about. You know, I, so I know. here's here. So here's what you bring up an interesting point. Um, sometimes the question is, is, is where do we start, right? And that's why I wrote mm-hmm. my book. My book is called The Supplement Pyramid. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, working at the foundation, uh, one of the most common questions that I would get is, you know, from, from people, patients, customers, you know, members. We have members of the foundation all over the world are like, well, where do I begin? Like, what do, what do I really need? Do I need this nutrient that I'm hearing on Dr. Oz or reading in the Life Extension magazine or hearing on your show, I mean, how do, how do I know what is appropriate for me? So that's why I wrote my book where I'm providing a certain amount of guidance uh, mm-hmm. to supplement users so they can pinpoint exactly what it is that their body is needing, what it's missing, so they can replace mm-hmm. it and optimize their health. So my program is really a, a personalized approach. My how long book did is- you take to write the book? Ten years. Basically, because all the information that's in the book, um, which is copiously referenced, by the way, I, I'm a scientist at heart, right? So, you know, I have over a thousand references, I think, in the book. So, yeah, I mean, the information I've gathered over really the last ten years. But then, what I did, the, the, the question was, is how do I present this information to people? How do I actually, without knowing you personally, how do I help you? Right. Personalize your yeah. supplement choices. Now, uh, we and that's why I went back to my sponsor. Doctor, we're going to take a moment and okay, you're going to sure. come back and uh, you're going to teach us about what your book's doing to show us and teach us with education about what we need to learn. And uh, don't go anywhere. Okay. We're going to be right back. <laughs> we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist to supplement for dry eye. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Smith. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Smith, you were telling us that it took you 10 years to study and write this book. And uh, what did you learn when you were right getting prepared? Because there's other books out there that we uh, read about supplements. But what, cha- what was different about your approach? Well, again, so my approach isn't so much about, you know, a specific nutrient, you know, the latest algae-based products for omega-3s or CoQ10. It was more about whether you need that nutrient. Um, you, you know, and, 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 you know, just go into a, go into a, a health food store today, right? And go, go mm-hmm. to the supplement section and there's usually multiple aisles. I mean, uh-huh, just look yeah. at, look at all the choices that we have today, which is, which Confusing. is a good thing. And it can, it can be a bad thing because it's a good thing because the industry is growing. There's more research. There's better mm-hmm. products. But the flip side to that is, is we have a lot of supplement users who just don't even know, you know, you know, where to begin. I have two sisters. Okay. And, one of my sisters, and, and I think they, they represent the average supplement users out there. I have one sister, right, who literally takes everything. She, she has a whole section of her kitchen just full of supplement products. Uh, she hears it on any show. Uh, of course, she doesn't listen to her brother, but whatever. That's another, that's another issue. But <laughs> she, I mean, I mean, whatever. She reads about it. She hears about it. She starts taking it. She has cabinets full of supplements. Obviously, she's doing too much. I think I could help her oh kind of yes. scale down and find out what her body really needs. On the flip side of that, though, I have another sister who... No, she understands the need for supplementation, but she doesn't know where to begin. I think, I think she does a very, you know, generic multivitamin that's basically providing, you know, real low dose of the vitamins and minerals. I mean, at least it's something, but she could be doing a lot more. And I think that's kind of where, you know, in this country where a lot of consumers fall into those kind of two broad groups, weight, doing weight too much, overdoing it, or not doing near enough. So I kind of wrote my book. As I was doing this and studying this, I was always thinking about my two sisters. Like, how how can I help them understand Did you this? How, to them? Yeah, well, I no, they're in there. Yeah, they they're yeah. in there. There's some some other people I dedicated to. Oh. The problem is, the, well, you know, listen. The problem is, is I'm the younger brother. On Thanksgiving brother. dinner. You listen. I'm the younger brother. They call me Mikey. Uh, oh, and I'm not okay, do, I'm not doctor Michael. anything to them. <laughs> So they don't listen to me. I sent them okay. the book. They told me they read it. I really don't. You know, it's, it's just hard. I'm, they always see me as that little boy. That little brother. Uh, but uh, that's a different story, I guess. But, you know, ultimately what it's going to do, um, I, I developed, because uh, what I have to figure out is what your body needs. That's right. right? That's what I got to know. So how, how do I do that in a book? Well, I developed quizzes. Uh, these are real medical assessments. This isn't, you know, you know, quizzes you might see in People Magazine or Cosmopolitan, mm-hmm. although there's nothing wrong with those publications. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote quizzes that are based on questions that, as a doctor, I would mm-hmm. ask you in my office. If doctors spent time with patients like they should, they would ask you these types of questions. And okay, what are some story. of the questions? Oh, you know, well, it, it, you know, there's 16 quizzes. 
I mean, so I have I have a quiz over the heart. So I have questions about, you know, are you eating, you know, more meat versus plant? I have questions about the level of omega-3s that you're getting. I have questions about grains and sugars because that all affects the heart. Um, you know, I, I ask about blood pressure issues. I ask about um, inflammatory issues, blood clotting. It's all in there. What's nice about it, though, is I what took so long in writing all this was figuring out how to ask these very heavy, you know, clinical questions, but in a way where you, all you have to do is answer yes or no. Mm-hmm. So it's real. So I devised a way. I, I came up with a, a system for asking these deep questions in a very simple way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just answer yes or no. And, and the mm-hmm. quiz in the background kind of does all the work. It adds up the okay. yeses and uh, you know, some questions, because they're greater risk factors, have more, have more of a point value. So if you answer yes to that, that uh, more severe Dr. symptom Smith, or sign. if I bought your book, would I see how much yeah. water have you been drinking? Uh, like- yeah, I talk about that. So I have in okay. all of the quizzes, um, when, you, when you're finished with the quiz, you get a score. That score reflects, let's just use the heart as an example, uh, mm-hmm. that score will reflect a certain amount of risk for heart disease. And mm-hmm. then I tell you the supplements that would be appropriate for you based on that score. And then there's mm-hmm. lifestyle mm-hmm. suggestions. It's not just about supplements. So I talk about the right food to eat. I talk about mm-hmm. water. I talk about um, exercise, Sleeping. sleep. Yeah. yeah. So it, that's all in there as well. So it's not just, here, take these three supplements, because that's kind of the, the same you know, mentality that we have in conventional medicine. It's about here are some nutrients along with these lifestyle suggestions really could make a difference for reducing your risk, say, for your heart. And something else we've learned in um, taking supplementations, supplements is people don't realize they've got to drink a full glass of water, each one, each one. To get it to yeah, be able people, to work well, people well don't for drink their body. water just in general. I mean, that's, you know, forget when they're taking supplements. I mean, I, there's, you know, people, I, I know of people, believe it or not, I mean, you're going to die to hear this. This is going to freak you out because I, I know the kind of work you do with water. But there are people who don't drink any water ever. Oh, I know it. <laughs> I mean, they, they, I mean they, they claim, well, the iced tea that I'm drinking has hey, water. I've been studying water for 30 years. I cannot yeah. believe they almost brag about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'll never forget a patient that I had, uh, maybe about a seventy-five-year-old man came in with some mini strokes, and we were talking about food. Diet. This is when I was starting to get into natural medicine. I was asking questions about diet, and I was, and I found out he hadn't had just a plain glass of water because apparently he didn't like the taste, whatever that right. means, in like twenty years. Yeah, men are the worst. Men are the yeah. worst. So yeah, you so you you know drinking a whole glass of water with one supplement. Well, you I can't. We got to get people to just think about water first. <laughs> you know, yeah, just drink but you know, water, have you, you ever know? have you ever written in your research? You know, it's kind of fascinating. Where this person may not get sick commonly, but all of a sudden they get sick. They go to the hospital and they died because, with pneumonia, rather than what they went to the hospital with because they didn't yeah. drink enough water. Yeah. Well, you know what there's we've and there what the good news about that there are medical centers. Um, I know the University of Chicago, uh, the UCLA system, the University of Texas system. They're actually looking at um, hospital stays, hospital uh, morbidity, mortality, and they're looking at different types of foods, different levels of hydration. Vitamin D is actually being looked at. You know, just giving giving patients enough water. 
with vitamin D decreases the amount they stay in that hospital like 50%. Like oh, your hospital one. stay could be cut in half by drinking water and taking vitamin D. Did you know well, that? Well, I heard that that was the case with water. I hadn't heard about the vitamin D, but they did say that they found that, and because I'm always on the subject of water, and I've had my people around the world say, Sharon, we've noticed that uh, the hospitals are wanting to start stressing more water while they're sitting in the hospital and go home and drink more water, and they found it was working. That yeah. dehydration well, is the symptom. Well, let, let me let me let me exp- let me. I'll give you an example. I can remember because I worked when I was in Dallas. I worked at Parkland Hospital. It's one of the largest uh, county hospitals in the nation. You're talking thousand plus beds, thousands of people move in and out this, but and I and I remember on many occasions, many occasions working in the internal medicine floors, uh, where you have a patient who you know for whatever reason is not drinking, not taking in food or water orally. Um, you know, they're, they're, you know, having delirious type of, uh, symptoms. They're not thinking straight. They're, they're even maybe aggressive, you know, you know, even having to tie them down. And mm-hmm. all I would do, I, I, it, this was, this, this happens so often. Just give them some fluid. Give them some water. Give them a, an IV fluid where you were just basically rehydrating them. And right. within five minutes, I could take off the restraints. I've heard this story. Now, I want the audience to hear that because, listen, think about it. It's back to when, if you heard me at the beginning of my monologue of my education and people who go to listen to my show all over the world have to to listen to this. They have to listen to me in person, too. But when people are born and you leave the pocket of water, you're living in the air's water vapor. That's what keeps you alive, number one. Number two is drinking glasses of water a day, vital. Number three, the nutrition is vital, and it has to be a technology of science. It cannot just be what you think your tongue wants to taste. And, of course, then uh, sleeping is vital. You've got to learn how to sleep. If you don't learn it, and it doesn't come just natural, and then moderate exercise, and uh, we find ourselves absolutely, it's such common sense what you're teaching us today. Um, but back to now the supplements. I want to hear before the show is done today, some of the supplements that you recommend for people to even slow down the body water loss because yeah. supplements do that. Uh, they slow down that evaporation of body water. and then. But you also have to be watching what you're eating for the supplements to be able to work for you or the supplements yeah. will be not working for you if you're not eating correctly also. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the one of the first supplements that comes to mind are the and I and this the the supplement I'm about to describe to you is I call it a foundational product. I think everybody should be on it. It's a probiotic. Oh right? yeah. The health, I take the that healthy gut bacteria, right? Now explain that to everybody. That's a sure. new word to a lot of people. Yeah. So what it is, we know that um, your gut, you know, is made up of your stomach. Of, yeah, your well, your stomach, your your small intestine, I mean, literally right. from your mouth to the anus, right. that entire tract right. is full of trillions of, of bacteria. Most of them, most of them, about 80% are benefic- beneficial for you. As a matter of fact, you can't live without them. Uh, many of the vitamins that you, that you take are activated by these gut bacteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that as we get old, now here's what's interesting about it. When you're, when you're born... Up to about age two, you develop your entire set of healthy gut bacteria. 
It comes mm-hmm. from the water you drink, the environment that you're in, from the water, and it comes from mother's milk when you're, when you're suckling. So when you're nursing and you're drinking water up to about age two, you develop all of these uh, healthy gut bacteria. And then at that point, after about age two, what you have is what you have for the rest of your life. And with the toxins that we live with, uh, not eating right, not getting enough water, the dehydration effect, uh, preservative salts, the sick food that we're eating, all of that destroys the antibiotics, right, the overuse of them. It destroys these healthy gut bacteria. And, and that you then dehydrates your entire right. system, your digestive system. You, and right. if, you're di- if you're dehydrated in your, in your gut, there you, go. you can't digest food, you can't absorb nutrients, you can't eliminate waste properly. Um, and so one of the best things you can do, not only to eat better, start drinking more water, replace those healthy gut bacteria with a and probiotic a product. stronger immunity to fight the bacteria sure. and the diseases that are out there floating around. Yeah, abs- right. absolutely. So that's one of the, I mean, you talk about the connection between water and living organisms. It's with these things called probiotics. I mean, right. water and probiotics go hand in hand to keep your gut healthy. And if your gut's healthy, your, the rest of your body is going to be healthy. Right. Yeah, that's one, of the, that's one of the key ones I talk about. There's other foundational products, too. Um, I have four foundational products that I'd like to see more people on. Uh, you know, the, the, the uh, general multivitamin, and yes, even if you're eating healthy, um, you, we still need that today. We're, we just live in such a toxic environment. You know, our bodies are overwhelmed. Right. I really do believe even if you're eating your fruits and vegetables, plant-based diet, you still got to do just at least a general multivitamin. I believe mm-hmm. in the omega-3 oils. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these are the polyunsaturated fats. I don't really care what your source is. You fish, algae, flax, whatever it is, but you've got to get those omega-3s. Uh, ubiquinol CoQ10, uh, that's an important energy factor, an energy mm-hmm. uh, molecule in the cell mm-hmm. um, that helps your, each cell in your body to continue to make appropriate amounts of uh, cell energy. What about protein ATP. powders for supplement? Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that, I, I don't necessarily call those foundational, but if you're doing things like, um, and, and this would come out in the quizzes that I developed, by the way, if you're dealing with any chronic disease, you may need more protein intake. That could be helpful. Uh, by the way, uh, since you focus a lot on water, whey protein is probably a better one for people. Pea protein, you know, from peas is, is a good protein for in, uh, enhancing water absorption. Uh, and branched chain uh, amino acids. There's a a couple of the amino acids that are branched, you know, chemically speaking. There's like a little side chain that makes them kinked, if you will. Those are really good for maintaining water. That's why bodybuilders do so well on those three types of protein because they're they're maintaining hydration in the Mm -hmm. muscle cells, and that allows the muscle cells to recover better. So if you're dealing with chronic diseases, that applies to you as well. Um, and and now, now, whether or not you need that those that extra protein, that's that's the personalization part. That's why I wrote the book. Take these quizzes, and it'll come out that oh yeah, you know you probably need a branch chain amino acid or a whey protein for your specific you know body need. I'm going to ask you one too. You know, it's becoming my medical groups out there in the eye category ophthalmologists have become very much in tune to the research and development of many new breakthroughs and discoveries in nutrition. And they've, a lot of them are going toward vegan. What is your outlook on vegan? You know, listen, I, I, I don't necessarily have a, a specific position on, on vegan, although one of my best friends is vegan and does really well with it. 
Um, I, for me, you know what, what I like to teach people is, is I want them to at least 80% of what you eat is plant-based. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's really, and why do I say that? Because good, good research coming out of large epidemiological studies here in this country, uh, there's one in the UK called the Whitehall study, uh, which is the, um, UK's version of the Framingham study here in the United States. These are huge populations, say thousands and thousands of people. And um, uh, all of these studies consist- consistently uh, conclude that eating about 80% plant-based diets... In other words, don't we- overdo it, but... Yeah, well, I know, I know vegan could be okay for people. I'm not saying that. Now, if you are going to go vegan, make sure you're getting your the B vitamins because uh, vegans often miss right. out of the B vitamins. Make sure you're getting your protein. Maybe if you're vegan, doing an extra like mm-hmm. whey pro. Uh, well, you wouldn't do whey. You could do a pea protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, the, the, yeah, I, I think that you you got to be careful with it. But vegan might be appropriate for some people. Now, what but do you when know you, about? When you look meat? at the research, though, when you look at the research. What, about what it shows is that supplement? an 80% plant-based diet, that's where we reduce chronic age-related diseases. Okay. Okay. So that's my opinion. <laughs> now, did you hear me? Uh, what do you think about adding yeast to your diet? Well, there, well, okay, there are, you know, yeast has a bad rap now, doesn't it? A lot of people are scared of yeast infections and stuff. Of course, that's the bad yeast. Because they overdo um, it. Yeah, well, listen, there, but there are good yeast species that you can supplement with. As a matter of fact, uh, the foundation, we're doing research on Saccharomyces cerevisiae, which is the same yeast that ferments alcohol. Um, that, that one very beneficial yeast species is an important probiotic for your gut. Um, now, it also, are you learning that fermentation, because I haven't, I haven't studied this now, this part, um, because our, our research center is nothing but water. That's all yeah. we want to study is the dehydration of the body and evaporation well, of water. Well, fermentation is a big thing. No, listen, I think there's, we should be studying fermentation um, Fermentation more. is becoming quite exciting and new discovery. Yeah, we should. Listen, I have, you know, on my, even though my last name's Smith, this is going to throw some of your uh, listeners off, but um, I'm half Greek. Okay. My mom's side is 100% Greek. Uh, matter of fact, my mom was the first generation over here in the United States. And I remember, uh, and by the way, there is longevity like you wouldn't believe on the Greek side. I, have, mm-hmm. I, I, I had one, I think, great uncle that lived uh, close to 105, 106. Oh, I love um, that story. And listen, I remember, I remember specifically they ate a lot of fermented food. What about kombucha? Oh. We've only yeah, got a minute well, left. That would what be about fun? Sure, anything that's fermented. Yeah, they, yeah, and I remember this. So this goes back to my point about the, the plant-based diet as well. I remember my grandma, when she would make food, my dinner plate, when I would stay with her, my dinner plate, I remember looking at it, and it was probably about 80 to 90% heavy dark greens with a little mm-hmm. bit of a lean meat and usually some sort of fermented like cheese, you know, what it was feta, something like that, with uh, okay. maybe on a tomato. That was my dinner with it. That's how they ate, and they lived well under their hundreds. Wow. Well, we only yeah. have a moment left. How would you like to close the show? And I really want to thank you for joining us. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, I, I think, you know, the important point to, to, that I want to make to all listeners is, is that, especially for, for you, know, you know, I have my own radio show as well, and, and right. my listeners are really health conscious. Your listeners are really health conscious. And one of the things that I'm running into a little bit that I don't like um, is this idea that I'm living this really awesome lifestyle, I'm exercising, I'm eating right, um, and I, I really feel like I don't need to supplement anymore. 
And that, I think, is a mistake. And I think the reason that is is people don't understand, and I write about this in my book, the the toxic deluge that we live in today. Mm -hmm. So remember, even if you're doing all the right stuff, that's to be commended. And your book is The Supplement Pyramid, and it's Dr. Michael Smith. And you do have your radio talk show. Where's your radio talk show at? It's RadioMD.com, and it's every day, 11 to noon Eastern Time. All right. Well, I'm sorry I'm out of time. I enjoyed it. Let's do it again someday. <laughs> sure. I appreciate you having me on. It's nice to have, have you have on, day. and I wish you well with your book, and you be well. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dr. Smith. Have a nice day. Well, I want to thank you all for listening, and the power of water is the theme of the show, a water life science show. And Dr. Smith just taught us a lot about what we should be thinking more proactively uh, about what to do with supplements. And there it is supplements that we all need to be considering. And uh, But I'm saying when you take a supplement you or a medication, you drink one glass of water per one or they won't absorb into your body to be workable. They'll just crumble. So, but I want to thank you for listening today. I enjoyed every minute with Dr. Smith. All of our guests from all over the world are very special. You embrace your life every moment of the day. It's your life, but also embrace somebody else's life too. It is important to them and to you. But Earth whispers, don't say goodbye. Leave something for the generations of children to come to know you cared. The power of water is the vital to all life. We want to thank you for listening. You're very special to me. You have a nice day, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Hour.com.